Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to another super awesome mix. My name is Matt Sidholm alongside my co-host and co-founder, Samer Abusalbi. Samer, how are we doing this week? I am doing real well. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. I'm very excited about our mix this week. Me too. This was um, this was also a lot of fun and a little different than what we normally do because this is exclusively new releases. So I think the rule was it had to be released after September 15th um, for us to put it on this mix. I'm going to go ahead and admit I cheated a little bit and I picked one from September 10th. I'm so sorry. That's just what I do, you know. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Always pushing the boundaries. Always literally pushing the boundaries, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, we we just thought like how cool would it be to every now and then make a new music mixtape in the same way that you might make like kind of a memory um, mixtape. And so hopefully you guys like will, you know, everyone will discover some new music um, and enjoy this uh, this special episode. Yeah. And we want to hear from you if this is something that you love and you want us to do this every now and then just drum up some new music maybe for you, then then great. But yeah, like Samer said, part of the magic of a mixtape is not just hearing songs you love, but also discovering new music. So we wanted to do an entire mix of new music. Some of these artists I'm sure you've heard of before, and some of them will likely be brand new, and that's part of the fun of it. So Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. All right, well, um, so we're going to kick off with your first track today, and you've got Face Off by Tech 9 Joey Cool, King Iso, and the one and only, and I really had to make sure that this was truly him, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> because i was like yeah, wait a minute <laughs> i know no. right like what in the world but like uh, a billion other people in the world i follow uh the rock on instagram and he was sure. kind of pumping this up and like hey I-, I got a rap song coming out and uh i listened to it and i was like you know what this this is pretty good <laughs> this is uh <laughs> right got, got me fired up uh this is off of this is officially off of tech nine's new album uh, so it's considered one of his track, and uh, The Rock has, I don't know, probably 45 seconds or a minute of this thing. Right, uh, right I think at it's the end, the, yeah. Yeah, right at the end he comes in. Um, but, you know, I mean, I I think it's a great song. I mean, I think it's it got me kind of fired up and, you know, checked all the boxes. So So good on The Rock for doing yet another thing. Now, your kids might recognize the voice of Maui from Moana, but it is not a kid-friendly song. So just no. be aware. <laughs> Good note there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I did not know that he got into rap. Uh, this is his debut into into the rap world. Tech Nine is great. I've heard some Tech Nine songs before. He is an amazing rapper. There's, I mean, every every rapper on this is like, oh my gosh, it, some of the rapping lyrics are so fast, so good. Um, but then, yeah, I think I, I didn't, because like Spotify, I listened to this in Spotify and because it cuts off like the artist names when it goes too long, I didn't catch, you know, 
Dwayne Johnson at the end. So as I was listening, I was like, wait a minute, does this sound, this voice sounds so familiar to me. Um, <laughs> and that's when I did the research and that's when I realized that, like, okay, you know, this is kind of unfair. This man has too much talent. You can't, you can't be this talented in one human being. He's like the, the wrestling Leonardo da Vinci of our time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's absurd. And it all started when, like, a pro football career didn't work out. So right. if you're playing in the NFL, I mean, go ahead and hang that over the rock's head that, like, you've done something he couldn't because he could That's literally true. do everything else. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Even oh, if you're, yeah. like, the punter, if you're the backup punter, I mean, you better talk some trash to Dwayne Johnson. Right. Because you've right. got an NFL career and he does not. So. <laughs> Take but that. maybe don't don't talk too much trash because I really do think he could hurt you like, from uh, a distance. <laughs> from a distance, I would talk right. trash. Yeah, <laughs> maybe punt a ball to him with a note wrapped around the ball. Yes, <laughs> with a lot of hang time, give you a chance to run away. <laughs> a lot of hang time on that one. Just hang it up there. But yeah, um, great, great, great pick. All right, so we're off to a fast start. And uh, speaking of fast, your first pick was from a band you have featured on this podcast before, Sleigh Bells, and their song, Justine Go Genesis. Yes, I did put Sleigh Bells on before, um, and this is the one where I cheated, and I their album released just a couple of days before our agreed-upon cutoff, but I just have to keep pushing Sleigh Bells because I like love them musically. They're so talented. Um this song in particular is just like such a great pump up song. So it's kind of cool that both of us just started off very strong, very high energy. I uh, <laughs> love the chorus. The There's a music video attached to this that I don't understand, but I really don't understand most music videos. Like, I just don't know. <laughs> like, I always want them to make sense with, with the lyrics, and they rarely do. Just rarely. <laughs> yeah, we talked about the Thriller video during our Halloween mix. And... Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, maybe that was one of the last music videos I really understood. I was like, this this lines right. up with the music. Yeah. <laughs> now you go yes. on YouTube and find a music video and it's just, yeah, it's pretty out there. It's pretty out it there. It is. It's almost like there's like a studio just creating B-roll specific for music videos. So then they could <laughs> right. just like edit those together, cut them together and just be like, cool, this this will work for this song. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but video withstanding, this song has been on actually a, like a pump up or like a specifically a wake up mix for me. So I put this on whenever I wake up and I need not only coffee, but like some kind of loud stimulation to get my brain moving. This is on that mix. And I think it does a really good job in that regard. I agree. I, you know, you kind of introduced me to sleigh bells and, um, I, I, I love how up-tempo they are. They've got kind of a pop and rock feel to them. and uh, But it's not real straightforward pop rock, right? It, but right. it's uh, it's great. I, I, I agree with you. I just love the sound and didn't do a deep dive into the lyrics necessarily, but that's just because kind of just into the sound of the music, you know? I agree. Yeah, I think with them, you don't need... My experience has been you don't really need to pay attention to the lyrics as much. It's definitely just about like what's happening like sonically. It's great. Um, all right. On the, like, the opposite of that, where the lyrics are actually very powerful and worth listening to, we've got your track three, which is Craig Hodges by Mega Ran. Yeah, so Mega Ran is a rapper we recently became familiar with. And spoiler alert... We are confirming a date where he is going to join us on this very show in the near future. So excited for that. 
yeah, this is this is going to be great. So um, he's got a lot of cool. Uh, he's got a lot of albums actually, and his latest album is called Live '95, and the focus is really on uh, the NBA and particularly in the 1990s. So for me, I, I think he and I are pretty much the same age. So for me, it was just amazing diving into this album. Um, and I picked this track because Craig Hodges is a story that people don't really know about. He was an unbelievable shooter. Uh, he played for the Bulls. He won a couple championships with them. And after the 92 season, never played in the NBA again. Um, but part of the reason for that, or the reason he gives, or some people have speculated, is that he was very much an activist back at a time when that was not a real popular thing. In fact, before the uh, game one of the 1991 NBA Finals between the Lakers and the Bulls, he approached Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan and asked them about protesting the game because it was just a few months after the Rodney King beating happened in Los Angeles. And he wanted, you know, the NBA to take a stand. You know, fast forward 30 years, and you saw NBA players actually do that. Uh, right. You know, a couple of years ago in in the Orlando bubble, uh, where they just decided not to play. Um, and then when they visited George W. Bush in the White House after winning the NBA title, he uh, he gave him a letter outlining, you know, racism that he had he had witnessed that, you know, that black Americans had, you know, uh, undergone and, you know, he wanted George W. Bush to do something about that. And, um, yeah, some say because of his activist stance, he kind of became sort of a persona non grata in the NBA and just, you know, dropped out of the league after the 92 season. But, you know, he was an unbelievable shooter. I mean, you can, you can Google the three-point contest one year, and he made something like 15 in a row. It, it was incredible. absurd. So, I mean, a very useful skill set. The only reason I bring <laughs> yeah. that up is because he was not Michael Jordan, but he also wasn't someone that couldn't make an NBA team. Um, sure. And I yeah. think it's a story that, I mean, nowadays you hear more about this activism amongst athletes, but this was a guy that 30 years back was, was doing this very thing and you know, probably cost him his career, but people don't really talk about him. Yeah, no, I that I love that story. I started to get into it, you know, as I as I looked into the lyrics, and then obviously looked into the background of Craig Hodges, um, who I unfortunately was not familiar with. So it was really like eye opening to read about this story and and very inspiring. And it is, you know, becoming much more common, not only for the NBA, but more sports teams and companies and brands and everyone to start to like take a stand and and be another voice. Um, out, out in the world so it's really interesting but um, musically like this is it's a great rap song very powerful um, and he yeah I'm so excited to have him on the show I can't wait yeah I think it's going to be great and um, you know the, this whole album especially if you're like me if you love the NBA I think you're going to just really love the sound of this one and, and all the references in the songs I think he does a great job so on to track four and you went with Life After Salem by Lil Nas X. Yes. Um, what I just noticed, actually, again, accidentally happening, that both track three and four, so both of our second tracks, are have all caps titles. Um, really random. <laughs> kind of. I don't know why I notice these things. This is how my brain works. But um, Life After Salem, yeah. So this is off of his new album, uh, Montero 
which is just blowing up the charts. I mean, he is so talented. If anyone thought that he was going to be like a one hit wonder, um, you know, from his original single, like I would say that they were very wrong because he is anything but. And this whole album, I've actually gotten the chance to listen to over and over again, start to finish. It's one of the few that I find I'm not skipping anything. I'm not, you know, trying to just jump around or only play a couple tracks and go on to something else. Um, because the mood even shifts throughout the album. It begins, you know, a lot more poppy. And then by the time you reach this track, it's very moody. It's like, it's, you kind of feel his emotions coming through. I think this song in particular can be interpreted, um, about how he just kind of feels that like the online world, the so, you know, social media is just always, and, and the media in general is just always after him. I think that's why he references Salem because of the Salem, you know, witch trials. It's just like cancel culture. A lot of people have compared canceling to, to like witch trials to where you don't even give anyone the chance to say anything. You point a finger at them and then, you know, they're done for. And so, you know, the lyrics here, like, why don't you just take what you want from me? I think you should take what you want from me and leave, I think could be him talking to kind of the media and the audience that usually critiques his, his, um, you know, his style and, and some of his choices and decisions. So this is a, just an amazing album, great song off of it. Um, and definitely play that whole album start to finish. Like you will be amazed if, if you haven't listened to his work, um, and certainly have only listened to his work on the radio, the rest of it deserves a listen. Well, and you mentioned, you know, him not being a one hit wonder and that one hit was just so massive, right? right. So, so to come away from that and be able to put out a really strong album like this is that much more impressive um, because usually people aren't able to uh, to overcome that one big hit. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a very different sounding track from him, from from what I know of him. I haven't listened to the whole album uh start to finish like you have. But um, just hearing this initially, I, I kind of double, you know, did a double take on my um, on my phone to make sure I was playing the right song because I was like, is this Lil Nas X? <laughs> like, this doesn't right. sound very guitar-driven song. Um, right, yes. Yeah, so it's so just very different, but but a great song. And, and you're right, I think, you know, the Salem reference, I think that could be interpreted a lot of different ways. Um but I, you know, the note I wrote down was it, it doesn't sound like he's in a really healthy relationship with whatever is going on. Here. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because some people think it's him talking to um, to a partner um, or an ex-partner. But yes, I either way, it's not a good relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a very moody song, uh, both melodically and, and lyrically. So, uh, yeah, check out check out Little Nas X if you haven't. If you haven't heard his uh, new album Montero, but let's move on to um, your third pick, track five, "You and Me on the Rock" by Brandy Carlisle and Lucius. Yeah, so Brandy Carlisle was just on Saturday Night Live, and yes, she performed she was. two songs off of her newest album, "In These Silent Days." Uh, this was not one of those two songs that she performed, but after seeing her, uh, my wife is a big fan. Um, and so after seeing her perform that night, I went and was like, well, let me get in this album. We're doing a new music mix and uh, heard the song and uh, I just loved it. It's a really, you know, kind of peppy, poppy little love song, uh, re really simple, but but also just, uh, you know, she's got an amazing voice. And I, and I think uh, this song does a good job showcasing that, but also just well-written lyrics and um yeah, I mean, the whole album, I thought, was was excellent, this new album that she has. And some of the songs, you know, sound a little bit different than some of her earlier work. So if you're familiar with her stuff, I, I think you're going to enjoy this. Um, but it, it's also, 
you know, a, a little bit different than what you might be used to, but still great. Yeah, it was really nice and, and certainly a mood shift from the previous track because <laughs> this one has just got like such a happy feeling to it. It's like a light rock sound. It's a nice little story she's saying, um, singing about it's kind of like country-esque or maybe more folksy or like mm -hmm. indie. Like it's it's really nice. It's it's a great vibe. She, you know, her voice is, of course, beautiful. Um, so I really liked it. I had not heard this track and, and I wasn't too familiar with Brandy Carlisle um, other than, you know, knowing she was on, I think she was with Jason Sudeikis. I think it was that episode um, yeah. where he was hosting. Yeah. Um, so that was great. Yeah. Really happy that you put her on the mix and this is a, a really nice song. So your next track, you went with The Dying Blood by Third Eye Blind. Yeah. I decided that if you were going to always have like Bruce Springsteen, I, I should just try to always have like a third eye blind song. Uh, <laughs> and you haven't had them. No, I know you love third eye blind, but you really haven't featured them a whole lot on a lot of our mixes. No, it's true. Um, I, I haven't, and I really should um, because I feel like similar to Bruce, at least, yeah, I mean, not similar to Bruce. That guy has like just, music for days but um <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i could find i could find a song that could go on a lot of different uh mixes but but yes the dying blood third eye blind off of their new newest album a band apart um which is a really good album i mean it's typical third eye blind third eye blind sound this song in particular to me is just like their peak kind of sound they've got great like guitar riffs you know his vocal starting off kind of like as the meat like the only part of the song the focus of the song and then like he builds in the drums and then some piano and then the guitars and it's just like i i love it i love any I, as i've said before in the show i love any kind of a song that just like builds on itself through time so that's why i had to pick um this song and certainly have been listening to this album over and over again as well i thought this one was cool too it got me thinking it, it specifically references the pandemic in the lyrics right and I was like, there's probably going to be a whole, you know, uh, slew of songs that come out in, in the very near future that reference something about the pandemic. So maybe a, a year from now, we'll be talking about a, a pandemic mix of, of songs that specifically reference this. But um, I agree with you. This is a good song. Uh, it's, I didn't realize Third Eye Blind was still making new music. So I thought that was really cool. And um, for those of you who were fans of them, you know, way back in the 90s when they first came out, like Samer said, they still have that same kind of signature sound to them. So I think you're going to enjoy this and it's worth checking out. Yeah, I have. Um, and if you, if you want some recommendations of some of their recent so like songs to listen to off of their recent albums, you know, DM us. I, I will be happy to, to send some your way because... Every single time a new album there's drops, I'm like downloading it the instant it's available and, and giving it a play. So absolutely love them. All right. Track seven. We've got Fragile Peace and Certain War by Carolyn Wonderland. So Carolyn Wonderland is a Texas singer-songwriter. I saw her live here in Dallas at the Kessler Theater several years ago. And, and it was just an awesome show. Just Just the energy she puts out. She's got a really powerful voice, and, and she's a great guitar player as well. Um, so when I saw she was doing some new music, I was like, well, let's let's check it out. Perfect timing here. Um, and I think she's probably somebody that most of our listeners is not familiar with. She's yes, uh, a little, so. a little bluesy, a little country, 
And I thought this song just showed off the strength of her voice and the guitar playing and, and just the energy that she brings, the energy and the emotion that she brings to uh, to her music. So, um, so yeah, it's a great track and, and hopefully um, a good introduction for everybody out there to Carolyn Wonderland. I like loved this the second I hit play, like the very, like you're saying, the very bluesy, like country sounding, like guitar play. And then her voice is amazing. It's so good. And then I just also love the sentiment of even just the title and, and the, you know, repeated chorus of a fragile peace and certain war, you know, that <laughs> <Yes>. it's, <laughs> I just love that, that idea that it's like, okay, we've got a fragile peace, but we're certainly going to war. Um, <laughs> so it's just like, it's so great. Um, I really like this song I, and, and, uh, yeah, I had, was not familiar with her at all. Um, so it was really cool that you got a chance to, to listen and discover her through a concert. Yeah, no, it was great. And I, I'm just excited that something that could be considered somewhat country you approved of. So let the record I know. show. <laughs> that was actually specifically one of my notes. I was like, this is the kind of country I can get behind. Well done. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Yes. yes. So speaking of music, one could get behind. Um, I have no doubt. Uh, I've been full support of this next track. You picked Highway to Hell, a cover uh, by Tom Morello, Eddie Vedder, and of course, Bruce Springsteen. I didn't even have to pick the Bruce track. <laughs> I know. I wanted to um, <laughs> wanted to throw that wrench in there, you know, keep our or catch our listeners off guard. Um, with me picking a Bruce Springsteen track. Really, I was picking a Tom Morello track because I love Tom Morello. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Bruce can come along for the ride because his lyric. I mean, his vocals are are fantastic on this track. Um, it's such a cool cover. I think it does a really. You know, we've talked about covers here and you know throughout our um our 30 plus episodes where sometimes someone makes a cover and you're just like why did you make that and sometimes they make it and you're like this <laughs> this really rocks um and i would say this is one of those where it's like i can get behind this um it, it is so good plus i mean three just amazing greats coming together on, on this track right you've got just incredible guitarist tom morello bruce on vocals and then like eddie vetter from pearl jam like amazing what an amazing mashup <laughs> And Tom Morello, he will sometimes come on E Street Radio on Sirius XM. And it's funny because right around the time they released this single, he was on there and he played a live version of this from like Sydney, Australia. And I don't know whose concert it was, but how cool would it be if you're at that concert and the other two of these guys pop in? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> If you're there to see Tom Morello and then he's like, hey, I'm just going to bring out a couple of my friends, you know, and it's like, oh, it's Bruce Springsteen and Eddie Vedder. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) No kidding. That is incredible. (laughs) Um, And this is actually so this is off of a new album as well uh, called The Atlas Underground by um, Atlas Underground Fire. And there's a lot of really good tracks in this as well. A lot of collaborations with other amazing uh, musicians. So be sure to give that a listen as well. Um, And they all feature... You know, Morello's like guitar, his like kind of signature guitar sound. So if you like that and you can't get enough of that, like me, um, check out that entire album because it's fantastic. All right. Let us move on to track nine. You've got Night Swimming by Jason Isabel and the 400 Unit, Bella Fleck and Chris Tile or Thile? Tile. Thiel? I think it might be Thiel. Thiel? Maybe. Chris Thiel. Should have should have done some research there, but 
Uh, the key is Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. That's yes. that's where you got to keep the focus there. This is off uh, his new album, Georgia Blue. He always promised fans he would do an album of songs by uh, bands from Georgia or about Georgia, one or the other. And so this is that album. And so he opens up with Night Swimming, which, of course, is um, an R.E.M. song, R.E.M. from Athens, Georgia. Right. And um, I just thought it was a really cool... I love Night Swimming. Uh, Tyler Jenke put it on his mix when he was on the show. And um, I'm a big fan of that song by R.E.M. But this is just a, a, a really cool version of that song. You get a little bit of banjo in there and uh, changes, up the, uh, changes up the sound just enough. And uh, the, whole, the whole album is cover songs. Um, I'd say they all do a pretty good job. I think the cover of Midnight Train to Georgia was pretty, I'd say pedestrian, like nothing overly special about that one. Sure. I, I had, and I had high hopes for it, actually, when I saw that yeah. on the listing. But, um, but no, I thought this was a, a great one. And um, yeah, interesting. We, we, had, we both had cover songs back to back, too, on this mix. Unintentional, people. <laughs> we don't plan this much. <laughs> it's so it's actually really strange and possibly concerning that <laughs> starting to mi- just... mind yeah or you know meld our minds together right <laughs> right that's so interesting um i had not known about jason isbell in the 400 unit so this was a new introduction for me like you said it's a beautiful song um it's just like a very kind of calming cover of it the other thing that they did a cover of recently and i didn't check if it was on this this album or exclusively just on metallica's blacklist album but uh, Metallica did, you know, like a, a, I think it was a 25 or 30 year anniversary of their Black album. And they had a bunch of bands cover, you know, songs from that album. They have the cover of Sad But True. And it is unbelievable. Like, so, so good. Um, definitely give that a listen. Because that's, again, I, I would say one of those covers where it's like, yes. Like, this does justice to the original song. But it does in such a different way that you're, it's like you're listening to a whole new song. Um, so I thought there was a very creative take on that. Nice. I'll have to check that one out. And Jason Isbell, I think, is the kind of country you could probably get into as well. So I think if, so. Yeah. If you dive into his non-cover version albums, I, I think you might enjoy some songs there as well. Um, okay. So we are on to track 10. Samer, uh, I hope, you know, this is this is probably a bad song title for someone who hosts a podcast. But I Don't Want to Talk by Wallows. Yeah, I'm just going to actually stay silent for my next couple of minutes. Cause <laughs> that's how I'm going to honor the title the said it all. He doesn't want to talk. Tit- I don't want to talk. You know, I'm going to take, gonna take this break. one home, folks. Okay. <laughs> um, this is just like I. So in doing this new music mix, I try to do a mix of obviously bands that I like that I knew had, you know, a recent release. But then I wanted to just go completely, you know, off my personal charts and try to find someone that I had no idea, um, you know, who they were and did they have any new music. And so this was one of the discoveries, which is this group called Wallows. I had not heard before, but I love this track. Like I just sounds kind of reminds me maybe of like Spoon a little bit or like Rooney, if you're familiar with them. I don't know. It's just got this like really kind of peppy sound. But then, of course, the lyrics are just kind of a relationship that's crumbling and hence why they're singing. I don't want to talk. That was my note. (laughs) I was like, this is an upbeat, sad song. (laughs) 
<laughs> right, exactly. Um, all about the insecurities in a relationship that you might have. And I especially love the, like, so could you just tell me that it's over? Tell me that it's over so then I could shut this off. You know, just the sense of, like, you getting to a point in a relationship that's so bad you just kind of want to break up or have the other person break up with you so right, you can right. move on. Um, so, yeah, like, the lyrics are, are kind of rough, but but if you ignore those, I just feel like this is the type of song I would have put on, you know, with, like, windows down, beautiful day, blaring and driving around the city or something, because um, it's just got this great little beat to it. Yeah, I really like their sound. I, I was not familiar with them either. But then I did uh, just the deep dive into uh, this whole album. Or actually, no, not this. This is a single that they released, but into their body of work. And um, yeah, similar results. They, they've got a great sound and it's, it's pretty consistent and, and really, you know, almost kind of funny lyrics at times. Um, so sure. re- really good band. I really like this choice. And I think they're going to be uh, in, in my rotation going forward. Awesome. All right, Homestretch here, your last pick, was also a group I had not heard, but again, kind of like really fell in love with them as I started to listen to them because they almost reminded me of like Bob Dylan in a way, or at least this song, but you have Jazz on the Autobahn by the Felice Brothers. Yeah, so these guys have like a dozen albums that they've released since 2005. A lot of them are self-published, like they've just released them themselves, which oh, that's so cool. I, I think a lot of musicians have the power to do now. Uh, that probably they didn't, you know, decades ago. But um, yeah, I've realized through this podcast that I love just lyrically driven songs. You know, you mentioned Bob Dylan. Obviously, Springsteen does a lot of this. And uh, I think the Felice Brothers just do a really cool job of of telling a story and and painting a picture in this one. Um, You know, there's some sort of getaway happening and there's this really interesting conversation happening amidst the getaway. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's a, it's a really cool song. They've got a really cool sound. Um, and interestingly, this album was recorded in a restored 19th century church in upstate New York. It was not in like a recording studio. Um, but, yeah, Ian Felice of the Felice Brothers had restored this church, and that's where they wanted to record this album. So I thought that was another little interesting tidbit there. That is really cool. I think one of my favorite things about watching, um, you just made me think of the documentary, the Sonic Highways that the mm-hmm. Foo Fighters put together. Yeah. But like one of the most interesting things about that was that they recorded in really unique, iconic places across the U.S. And they had a lot of discussion about how where you recorded could dramatically change like the sound and you know the, the feel and, and the production um, of the song itself. And these are all things that I just feel like you know, prior to this podcast and really learning more about music, I'd never really thought of, you know, like you just kind of think record music, like, yeah, go into like a kind of a quiet room and plug in the guitars <laughs> and hook up, you know, and, like set and up the drums and, and off you go. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, there's so much like that you can get, um, you know, out of a song if you've got, I'm assuming churches typically in my mind, you know, big vaulted ceilings mm-hmm. and probably yeah. like a lot of, a lot of like reverb in there and, and just see what that does to a song. So that's really cool. I love that. Yeah, this was a, this was a fun song by them. And, and again, the, this new album that they have out is, uh, is definitely worth a listen. Really good stuff. Um, okay, so we're down to the last track, and this one, you know, the album doesn't even come out till February. This is just the first single off their next album, but you have You and Me by Alt-J. Yes, um, 
I have like a, a complicated relationship with Alt J because um, I loved their first album. I mean, I listened to that thing nonstop. It was um, in my on my iPod at the time. I, I'd actually bought one of those like refreshed iPod classics because mm -hmm. I just loved iPod so much. This was still <laughs> when I would like buy music before streaming like really became the the norm. So this was, you know, I bought their first album, listened to it to death wasn't so crazy about like their subsequent work. Like there were some songs on there that I did enjoy, um, but just wasn't like feeling it. And then they release a single. And so of course I'm just back to being like, I have, I have like, I love them. Like they're just so <laughs> strange. <laughs> I really have high hopes for this album. I hope maybe, you know, like they get back to kind of what I loved about the first one, but um, really good song. You know, like I just, it sounds it just sound, all of their songs are so interesting in their sound. I don't know how else to describe it. Like there's just kind of a lot going on and his vocals are so fascinating to me because they're really, really unique. Yeah. Um, they, so that's why I threw this on here. They remind me of Modest Mouse in that way. I could see that. That's in a that good one. Yeah. It, it's, it's a hard sound to describe. And again, vocally, it's very interesting as well. Um, I also love that the name of the band is actually just the shape of a triangle and alt j is the keyboard shortcut on a mac to make a triangle show up on the page did oh you know that? wow <laughs> i did not know that yeah what a f <laughs> what a fun fact <laughs> i was like oh how about that now ironically they were a four-man band until recently somebody left the group and now they're a trio which I think is more fitting for a band sort of formed around a, a triangle. but um, That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, it would make more sense that way. But yeah, how about so that? Maybe I thought that was interesting. That is really interesting. Perhaps now with just three members, they will like unleash the true power of, <laughs> of the triangle. Yes, we'll maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why you're back in. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Um, well, there you have it. Like those, um, you know, 12 songs, hopefully you didn't know some of these and, and you like them. And so you can go and explore, you know, one of the, uh, our favorite things to do is like you get a song from a group that you like, and then hopefully you like that group's other work. Um, I know personally, I'm always so happy to be introduced to new music that I love because, uh, if you're like me, you can get really bored of playing the same songs over and over and over <laughs> again. Uh, and you just need something new every now and then to, to add to your library. So this was a lot of fun. I'm eager to do it again. Hopefully um, all of you enjoyed it. Let us know. You know, send us a DM on Instagram. Um, if, like Matt said earlier, if we should keep going with these. Yeah, it'd be fun to do, you know, every couple months or every quarter or something like that just as a, you know, regular episode for us. I know. I think you and I would love to do it and just keep discovering new music. For sure. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Another super awesome mix for your collection. Check us out on Instagram at Super Awesome Mix, as well as the other social media platforms. Of course, you can go to the website and go to events and figure and see how you can bring a super awesome mix to your next event. But in the meantime, keep listening to the podcast. We will be back next week with another super awesome mix. So for Samer, this is Matt, and we will see you then. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop DLMSupplyCode.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's DLMSupplyCode.com.